How are you? Welcome to another exciting, intellectually enriching, and <laughs> always entertaining episode of of Mike's and Men. I'm Jeff Stritch. I am Mo, and I'm Sean. And also the voice from beyond you hear periodically is Shaggy. Hey, what's up, everybody? And of course, Omar can come in anytime when he wants. But that's yeah, what, we need to get Omar that's what on the mic. I know. That's true. There, yeah. What can you get on a mic? Well, yeah, he can hop on my mic. Is there, here. Is there another mic up. back there? Or just that one? Uh, just this one right now. All right. So hypothetically, Omar could sit next to you and do the show. <laughs> he was on last time. Yeah. You, yeah, he came can, on last he can time. Hop on. Okay. Like I said, I, I can. Yeah, we love, and we know the audience love Omar and Shaggy. They're the they're the heart, the soul, the glue. The glue, the glue that holds this. They are the gorilla glue that keeps together. this thing moving. <laughs> Great to have you here, everybody, wherever you happen to be around the planet Earth. That seems to be my moniker. Right off the bat, even though I'm somewhat of the speaker, I seem to never come up with a topic. So I hand things over to. Are you beginning at Mo or Sean? I will be. Uh, well, that's why you're our captain. You're the one that leads us into battle <laughs> yeah. and just kind of steps the, to the side and let the us. The Titanic. Yeah. So, so as we were talking about last week, well, we were discussing Batman and we were discussing new movies. If you guys uh, haven't heard about that, we were discussing new movies that were coming out. And there are a few new movies that are still coming out, even though uh, the theaters have been closed. Some have been open. There is, which I think is kind of a pretty big step, uh, a pretty big stepping stone or just kind of like a milestone, is that there is now a third, making it a trilogy of Bill and Ted. There's now a third Bill and Ted movie. Yeah. There was what? Bill and Ted, Excellent Adventure. What else was there, Mo? Excellent. Bogus Journey. And now, excellent. And now, face the music. There we go. We got three. Excellent. excellent. <laughs> Be excellent to one another. We have three. Count them three. Bill and Ted movies. And now it just came out today. And I asked if it was streaming, but no, it is at some theaters. And I guess you, oh, you got to ride the Keanu Reeves wave while it's hot because we're certainly not, you know, on the Alex Winter <laughs> wave. I don't good. know what he did you know, after. You know what? He did one. Lost Boys. Totally. He was oh, in Lost oh, that's Boys. Right. He was in Lost Boys. You know what though? Oh. What if this is a career starter? What if this is what it, it just takes to reinvigorate and re-kick, jumpstart his career? I'm you're saying only, no. You're, <laughs> <laughs> in Hollywood, you're only one hit away from a comeback. Yeah, that's how it works. I <laughs> Mo I, says no. I'm the, a, the preview looked like he was acting horrible. He wasn't that. To be honest, I don't want to be rude to him, but he wasn't that great of an actor to no. begin with. Even in He's Lost Boys, too long. in Lost Boys, he only had like two lines, and That's he why was I the first vampire him. to die. <laughs> yeah, I know. They killed him when he was sleeping. That's a great trivia question because you can, nobody What's would remember the, the second vampire to die. Yeah, if, if anyone's listening right now, not right now, but when you do listen, be the first one to comment what was Alex Winter's line in Lost Boys, and we'll send you a, a, a Mike's and Men t-shirt. We all know his last line was, uh, when he died. So <laughs> Yeah, what was his first line? The thing is, I am on the bandwagon where I am excited for this new Bill and Ted movie. How do you guys feel about it? I love Bill and Ted, the whole kind of movie universe of it. What about you guys? I love Bill and Ted. I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to be excellent. <laughs> I like I like the part in the, the the part in the trailer where they're like they're fighters. Oh my god, they're, they're all, all huge and tattooed. Up. Yeah, I'm, they're I'm like curious in prison. To see what that's about yeah. 
I'm curious to see what that's about. That's one hilarious aspect is there's going to be a ton of different Bill and Ted's because they go to different like dimensions or different universes or whatnot, and they see different Bill and Ted's. I'm kind of excited for that too, Mo. It, it could lead to a lot of loopholes, though. When you mess with time travel, that's, <laughs> you're always that's you're another always way. messing. There's, there's always yeah. been like a lot of loopholes, just because like the they break the rules between like the first one and the second. Oh one. yeah, like, constantly. Yeah. Oh yeah, like it's it's insane. That's one thing. So that, like they, there can be like so many different possibilities that happen. That's what's kind of exciting, which I'm excited to see, is because the other Bill and Ted's they kind of just you know went to the past or went to the future. But in this one, it seems like they're going to go to different realities or different dimensions. So it seems like they're really messing with time way more in this in this uh, movie. Is that like parallel universe? Is that what they're doing? I mean, I think yeah. so because, you, like you said, they're going to go see different versions of themselves, like steroided up, tattooed in prison. Yeah. So they're going to be, Bill and Ted are going to visit other Bill and Ted's. I wonder if it's going to be like if the timeline was interrupted. Mm. And that's how they turn. The daughters out. come in. And they got to fix the timeline or something like that. The, well, is well, it the, the plot. So the plot of I the movie. Know. I have no idea. The plot of the movie is, if you've been, if you know Bill and Ted, uh, the kind of lore is that they're the Wild Stallions, and they make. I don't know if it's a song or a bunch of music, but they make music that saves the universe and saves humanity. So in this third one, they're old and their music is flopping. None of it is good, and they're still trying to come up with that song to save the universe. So they say, they come up with this idea, hey, instead of trying to come up with the music, why don't we just go to the future when we've already come up with the music and steal it from ourselves, come back to the past, and then just play it. And then they have their daughters, which this is a big kind of time loophole. They're supposed to have sons. The first one ends, and they have sons with the princesses, but all of a sudden those sons <laughs> turn to daughters. Timeline. So, yeah. So now these daughters are, they go into the past, and they try to get musicians to help their parents, uh, Keanu Reeves and Alec Winters. They try to help them get a band together to help them come up with that song. So Bill and Ted on an adventure to steal a song from themselves. The daughters going to the past to round up musicians to help make, create that song, which sounds kind of interesting. Sounds kind of excellent, bro. <laughs> Kid Cudi's in it? Uh, 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 oh, Ohio fun. native? Yeah. yeah. I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be a good movie. And I have a kind of cool question opposed to the audience and everyone here. If you guys did have a time machine telephone, <laughs> if you guys were able, Booth, if you guys were able to go into the past or the future... And take a historic one historical figure, bring him back to our time, and hang out with him for the day. Who would it be? <laughs> oh my God. Who would it be? Who wants to start? We talked about this before the show. We should have put more thought into it then. Because I can't think about it now, but that's the beauty of live <laughs> programming. <laughs> Why can't you think about it now, Jeff? <clears throat> I can't think of an answer. I can I feel think like, about it now. You know what? I feel like I know Shaggy's not here, but I feel like if Shaggy was able to uh, bring back one person... It'd probably be Hunter S. Thompson. Right on. You know, that's one of Shaggy's biggest... If people know Shaggy loves Bill Murray, still alive, and Hunter S. Thompson, R.I.P. So I feel like that would be one person. I would love to spend a day with Hunter S. Thompson, but if I had to go... I got one, which is just... Maybe I'm... It's way (laughs) different from Hunter S. Thompson. He just... (laughs) 
Yeah, Am I interrupting? Go ahead. No, no. Do you have a historical figure? I, I thought I did, but most most said I'm interrupting. I thought, I thought he wasn't done yet. No, that was it. I just I would love to see Man. Hunter S. Thompson once. That's one of my faux pas. I just gotta stop. Um, here, this is it. It's gonna sound warped, and I'm only moving one coconut right now of the two or three. Hitler. Because what I, the fuck? Hitler become <laughs> hold it. I said warped because I could get the whoever the FBI to knock him off when he's young before he ever does the things he did. Oh, that doesn't count. You're bringing Hitler to the future to hang out with him for the day. So you bring <laughs> Hitler to the future, bring him to the FBI. That's and the go, bong. I can't. FBI, I got him. It's Hitler. And they'd fucking arrest you like you're a maniac, Jeff. If you brought <laughs> someone to the FBI in 2020. I was just testing to see if you were paying attention, Sean. I brought him, guys. I got him. It's Hitler. They'd go, oh, okay. <laughs> and he'd go, finish and they'd arrest you with Hitler and put you both in a fucking cell. <laughs> then you'd be in a padded room. <laughs> so you, okay, so Jeff would Some like to hang out with Hitler for the day. <laughs> Jeff would like to hang out with Hitler for the day for whatever reason. <laughs> I think he said, I think uh, Jeff's reasoning. I take my mic off because I just German, Jeff. Je- Yes, yeah. I do. Jeff oh, wanted shit. to hang out with Hitler. I think his reasoning was guidance. And then what was, uh, Omar, who would you who would you like to hang out with for the day? I'm sorry. I'm completely blindsided right now. Yeah. Undercover skin. Jeff said, <laughs> Jeff was it's like, true. Jeff's like, I would love to spend the day with a strong leader. I'm thinking Hitler. <laughs> and then the day after, then the day after, after Idi Amin, <laughs> Omar, can t- do you have somebody, Omar, or are you just laughing? Who would you at bring my- to the future? <laughs> Who would I uh, for the a day? Historical figure that I would bring to the future? Yeah. Hmm. You bring the future and hang out with it for the day. <laughs> just for the day. If anyone's confused by the question, it's that, not going. It's be, not go back to the past and prevent something. It's go back to the past and bring them to the future. Like if I'm just trying to have a good time, I'm going to bring Jim Morrison just because I love that's the doors. Kind of, that's but, cool. oh, and now that's Jeff gets no, the question. No, that's I that's like a whole Wayne's World thing, and I know we're t- doing like Bill and Ted's, like but like. Oh. I would just love for like Jim Morrison to just like appear one day and like we just go hang out and drink whiskey together. <laughs> Fuck. See, if we're thinking like that, oh man, I would love to hang out with the Ramones, but that's like a whole group of people. That would be, I like that, like a rock star. Now we're all thinking musically. You could have just. Well, musicians. we're thinking musically. <laughs> You're I thinking com- in a different it. direction. Ladies and gentlemen, I completely misunderstood You're the question. Genocidally. <laughs> right. That's so, not what I want to do. So, Mo, any, any, any musicians or dictators you would like to bring to the modern era? <laughs> uh, no. Does it have to be like a historical figure? Can it be anybody? Or a dictator. I mean, like. Anybody from the past. Are you about to be like, I'm going to go to the past and just bring some random princess? To no, dude. I'd bring myself back oh. for a whole day and tell myself what, oh. what to do and what not to do. Listen oh. to this. That's some deep stuff. Damn. Mo got, meta. <laughs> Mo got meta as fuck. I like oh, that. my God. Explain that. I like that. I like that. Let's get deeper into that. All right. So bring back your past self and kind of, kind of guide them on, hey. This is where you're going. This is the mistakes that <laughs> yeah. to learn from. So you would, I like that kind of. Yeah, you know. So yeah, so I would, I'd bring myself back, and 
You, you can't if not. You could, you what can't would you show trust yourself? If you if you if you brought yourself back. Okay, here's a good question for all of us. If you brought yourself, like let's say ten years ago, if you could bring yourself from 2010 to this timeline right now, and you were able to tell them one thing or show them one thing, what would it be? That's not far back enough. No? Okay, no. okay, okay. Bitcoin? Oh, I like that. Okay, okay. How far? Like 20 years back? Like tw- yeah. the year 2000? Let's yeah. do that. Let's go that. 20 years back. If you could take yourself 20 years back, the year 2000, Y2K. <laughs> the world's about to end. <laughs> if you could bring them to a year 2020, what would you say or what would you show them? What's the first thing? Okay, so the year 2000. And and I don't mean like invest in Google. <laughs> so that was like right before or the world changed. Je- Jeff's going to bring himself tw- 20 years back and be like, don't talk about Hitler in the future. <laughs> if you have a People podcast. will take it out of context. Don't talk about Hitler. Okay. What would you say uh, or do to your future self? I'm not answering. I would else. tell myself to... End things with the girl I was with at that time. I like that. Yeah, I like that. that would have changed the whole course of my life. Exactly, things like that. Yeah, just, just leaving a relationship, just getting away from someone, starting anew can really, really change a whole outcome of your life. Yeah. So you believe in that? Yeah. That, do you really? Yeah. The leaving thing? someone? Oh, yeah, right. But that could be. That could be. That could constitute anything. Well, any move you, any decision you make in your life. That is a yeah. fact, and you believe that that has an effect on after and after. But here's the thing: Mo brought up a really good point. Is that, let's say, maybe like a toxic job or a toxic relationship, staying in that for more years than you need to be will definitely not only change you, but change where you lead in in your future. So if you could have got out of a bad job or a bad relationship earlier, you could have maybe went somewhere happier, better, or just been in a better mindset to go for something better or try to better yourself. Yes. Because events can happen. Yeah. Like, let's say, well, I should have left her at this time. All these events would have never happened. Exactly. You know what I mean? And- exactly. You're Say you're in a bad relationship. Someone cheats on you, hurts you so much. Then you start getting into, like, bad habits. Or, or you start getting depressed, or you start not taking care of yourself, you start hanging around the wrong type of people, doing the wrong type of things. It just leads, you know... Farther down the rabbit hole. Yeah, exactly. It, it, it starts yeah, spiraling. It snowballs all into each other. Yeah. And, and to build off Mo's... Um, I love Mo's answer. I would kind of do that. I would bring myself to this uh, future, and I would say, be kinder, be more kind, be more loving... Right on. Because I was always filled with so much anger when I was younger. So I would love to just tell myself, like, yo, let it the fuck go and just be kinder to people. Just be nicer. Stop being such an asshole. <laughs> it's easier to be nice to people than yeah. just to be mean. Exactly. And so many people forget that. It's so much easier to be nicer than to have to come up with something mean in, in a defense kind of knee-jerk reaction. Just so much easier to just turn the other cheek and be nicer. That's what I would tell myself. What about you, uh, Jeff? No, that that makes sense. But I don't tell know if yourself. we should take this into consideration. That I'm we got a Sean on this. That's Sean. 
Yeah, we would tell Jeff not. Jeff would pull himself aside and be like, "Don't dress like Hitler for 2008 <laughs> for Halloween." <your> Halloween. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> no, but I don't. Have like... you ever been Hitler for Halloween, Jeff? Yeah. No. Um, <laughs> Jeff has at least three different copies of Mein Kampf on his bedstand. Well, the only reason why I'm, the only reason why I'm thinking about that is because I've been watching. <laughs> um, the film Jojo Rabbit oh, over and over movie. again because great. I love the yeah, acting. Over, oh, okay. Yeah, but <laughs> you're like, I stop re- looking at I me. I really love the Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> the Nazi, has to do. they get the Nazis so great. <laughs> oh man, I love the end when they kill all the army. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit is a great movie, though. I've never seen that. What's that about? Since you've seen it so many times, go ahead, Siskel. Well, it's it's somewhat of a, would you use the word, it's a farce that this boy, it's during World War II, he imagines that his his best friend is Hitler. He has an imaginal. He's only 10. And he's he he's like brainwashed, as you know how everything he thinks about the Jewish people. I'm not saying this anymore. No, this no, is Sean's looking at me. <laughs> you know, and Jeff, Jeff, Jeff knows. Knows. every film. It, it really covers a lot of heavy stuff. Yeah, Jeff knows how got a brainwashed we could people. Just draw a square yeah. on his. <laughs> Jeff's like, you know how the brainwashed people are into thinking. Hey, real quick. <laughs> You guys remember that movie Euro Trip? Yeah. When they went to the German chick's house <laughs> yeah. and they see the little boy like on the side, he draws that mustache on. He walks around. He walks around. I'll Hitler. That's some of the funniest shit I've ever seen. Oh Sorry, I had to gosh. cut in with that. Anyway, o- Omar from Beyond says, and it it is a very deep film. It is. It's very, but it's it's all about, yeah, that's what he does. It, but it is, it's of sad. course, a message of anti-hate sad and slash funny. love. Yes, it is. And I won't – you know the part. It's a, what's, What makes it sad, very sad is – It's a, So it's World sad. War II, a little boy brainwashed with all of his friends. He has a little imagi- – an, an imaginary friend who is Hitler, but it's the director who is Jewish, which is hilarious. Uh, I can't remember. It's hard to pronounce his name. I won't even mess it up. Taika Watiti. Yes, there we go. Amazing director, writer. Um and he's Hitler, but he's Jewish, so it's so much funnier. And he's always like, oh, come on, Jojo, let's go, let's go curse the Jews. Let's go get some bread, Jojo. And he's, uh, Hitler's, I, I'm going to agree with Jeff on this, Hitler's hilarious. <laughs> this, oh, yeah, Waititi's, like, he's like, he's like a genius, man. He is. Well, he's done so much amazing, oh my God, things in film him? and direction. I think you are. And now Hitler talk with Jeff <laughs> Now I have enough podcasts. Hey, you went from girl talk to Hitler talk, dude. I know, I can't wait. For I don't next... know if that's a step up or down. And the thing is, is it, it's hilarious because he starts realizing, he gets in a horrible accident and then starts realizing like, hey, I think the Germans and the Nazis are wrong. And then his, he finds out his mom is hiding a Jewish girl. And he starts kind of working with the Jewish girl and getting along with her. And he's like, you know... I think I might be wrong. I think my ideals about hating Jewish people and believing in Nazis are wrong. And like Jeff and Omar said, it's very deep. It's very poignant. It's always a chick, dude. And right, <laughs> that, that could, that's a good that thing. Could get anyone yeah, right. to change your. Maybe that's what got Jeff to drop his na- Nazi ideals. Well, these are, by the way, and, the, folks. These are semi-spoiler alerts. Yeah. You could be listening to this podcast a week from now, two weeks from now, six weeks from now. Yeah. Third, but I love third, the way three, the kids... three Reichs from now. <laughs> but, the, but the thing is, 
is that it is a beautiful movie, and you've seen it so many times. What do you like the most um, about it, Jeff? I've it, well, you kind of interjected about how how many times I've seen it. Um, every time it comes on now, when I switch the channel from cable, I watch it. I did tape record it initially. I'd say I've watched it four times in its entirety, and I'm noticing things that I have not noticed. Things I won't talk about on the air, Sean, and I will talk about it off the air because so we good. don't want to give any spoilers away. But Sean, it's... <laughs> not me. <laughs> so good though. Yeah, if you're gonna see a movie this weekend, watch Jojo Rabbit. Is that on Netflix? I'll figure it out. I think so. No, it's on. It's on. It's on HBO right now. I'm sure it will it? go from cable channel to cable channel. I illegally of, streamed it. Speaking of cable channels, I used to say this, and I probably will. Whatever other radio program I've had, the only station, cable or regular, I can't yeah. do that while I'm I'll talking, help you. is oh. um, that benefits from something tragic happening is the Weather Channel. I've said that they garner great yeah. ratings. Only when there's something bad because people want to watch what's going on. So what's been going on in the world of weather, Mo? In the world of weather, weather world. we have Hurricane Laura. Ooh. That hurricane made landfall yesterday. <laughs> when did so, <laughs> so when did the storm start? Because I have heard of Laura, but I've not really been on the radar about it. When did the storm start? Oh, like it was over a week ago, maybe. Damn. Okay, go ahead. But it was a tropical storm, then it turned into a category two, I think, and then Ooh. a then a four. Okay, here we go. So they labeled it unsurvivable because it landed. <clears throat> excuse me, made landfall. It's the strongest hurricane. To make landfall in Louisiana since a hurricane called Last Island, and that was in 1856. That was a Category 4 with 150 mile per hour winds. So Louisiana is not a good place to live. And they, they said eventually um, climate change has a lot to do with these hurricanes. And they said eventually the whole Gulf Coast is going to be uninhabitable. It's going to be covered in water pretty soon. Would you live down there? Don't you have family Hell lives? No, no uh, Georgia and Florida. But speaking of the Weather Channel, I believe the weather. I, I got to tell you, I'm I'm not as dull as I sound. I'm not a Hitler fanatic or <laughs> just watch the Closet Weather Channel person. But did you ever like Jim Cantore? He's one of the main people on the Weather Channel. Oh, I know exactly what you're talking about, dude. <laughs> he's that guy that was blowing around, but and there was two guys just standing right behind him, and he was. Oh, yeah, so I was watching the Weather Channel today, dude. Oh, he's still on there, but he's he's in the aftermath now when everything's calm, right? You know, because they, they you know they called him out on that. I was watching last night, and they they talked to those people. How do you decide on that? Obviously, if you're a rookie reporter, hey, we're gonna send you in the middle of this <laughs> storm. Yeah, and then Go they sit broadcast. there, and they sit there, and they tell everybody to get out, but they're still sitting there. You know, everybody's gonna evacuate. Everybody's gonna evacuate, and then you see them the next morning; they're still there. Did you guys see that Iowa got hit with like a huge storm? That's like a hurricane that like they've never seen before, and Iowa. Like they're all underwater and everything's destroyed. It's weird. Like nobody's talking about it except for people from Iowa. I didn't Damn, I didn't that. see that. I've been watching the Weather Channel. Yeah, I know. They <laughs> like, haven't yeah. mentioned anything about it. Like I, said, I, just, I have friends from Iowa and they're freaking out about their family and stuff. Oh, wow. And they're just going crazy because nobody's heard about it. Have they been to feel? But the- like imagine a hurricane not, you know, being on a body of water. 
it's like they're used to tornadoes and stuff, but everything, it's like... I've been in a hurricane. It's like what they're dealing with down south, but in a state that's never seen any shit like that before. Have any of you guys ever been in a hurricane? Mm, not me. It's, no. Omar raised his hand. Did Omar! I've been... When I was in uh, Florida during... Dude, you are a hurricane. I am a hurricane. <laughs> hurricane On the air and off the air. Rocky like a hurricane. I was. It was like 2002, and it was Hurricane Charlie in Florida, and it messed up a lot of things. Charlie. I've been in a lot of tornadoes, but never a hurricane. Ooh, tornado would be fun. Bullshit. Why? Because it fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it tears shit up, and it, it, it's killed people. Oh, like, no, I've my been dad's... in storms that, like, literally people have died. Oh, that's sad. Very close, like, not far from where I was. My dad's like... favorite movie's Twister, so I would that's just love movie, to bring though. him out and do a tornado. And then after, I'd be like, so how the fuck did you like that, asshole? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually just on, like, yesterday. I think we Twister's a great that. movie. It's on Sci-Fi Channel all the time. So wait, so is is Laura still going? What's going on with Bill Laura? How, have people died? Oh yeah, love Bill Paxton. Yeah, I think they just announced like the first death was like this young girl. Actually, she was Jesus. like twelve or something. But they're not going to know, obviously, until so time goes by and they do bodies are found. Yeah, clean and, up and yeah, body count let's hope none up. are found. Right, it's so tragic. But you know, there's going to be those stubborn people that didn't evacuate. Oh, there always is. And, yeah. And then somebody's got to go rescue them and, and put their life in danger. I know. Senseless. Jeff's over here smiling, rubbing his hands together. <laughs> Thinking about Hitler. Yeah, he's like, oh, what a great cleansing. <laughs> hey, Shaggy, you have friends in Iowa. Have they ever been to Field of Dreams? Yeah, actually, they and when they went this here recently to visit, they sent me some pictures, and uh, my buddy James... Who is his girl is from Iowa. That's they were visiting their family, and he brought me back a little mini bat from the Field of Dreams, uh, place. I thought that was so fucking awesome. It's up in my tribe case. That's I have been. I've sweet. been there. It is sweet. Have but yeah, I've, I've never been there. I'd love to go. It's a great movie. It's one of my yes. It's one of my top five. Well, who is that? Uh, films. Kevin Conroy. Kevin, Kevin, Kevin Costner. 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, we were. Kanye Twitty. <laughs> no, we no. Me and Omar were talking earlier. It's not Kevin. Chad Michael Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I see. Now I finally bring him up. You happy? <laughs> so, I can't do that and talk at the so same that's, time. You got well, it. Yeah, it's your bachelor. That, yeah. So what's crazy <laughs> is that that storm is just kind of like what did it? It just kind of like rolled through and messed. It feels like a lot of storms have been happening this summer. Yeah, all shit storms. We got one going on right now here in Northeast Ohio. <laughs> yeah, it's rolling. Is it? Well, it's not remnants of. It's been steady Earth all day. Yeah, yeah. It's. Well, it was like ninety five. It's oh, been bad today. The storm, and it's supposed to what? Storm again tomorrow. I do believe so. Yeah. Yeah. Sunday. Yeah, I think the nice. whole weekend's supposed to be just like shitty rain. Yeah. I mean, but I'm we supposed need to go it. camping tomorrow. I got a nice little cabin. Where you go camping at, dude? Uh, like Ashland. That's not it was like it if was. You're in a cabin. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's but, true. That's but, true. But here's, that's the thing. true. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. I'm going camping. I got a hotel <laughs> no, room. No, but listen. To me. <laughs> no, but here, listen. Out in the wilderness, it's a no, five-star listen, hotel. This is some serious fucking like not camping camp. Well, well uh, like a week or two ago, I did go camping where I was just out in the woods, pissing and shitting in a Gatorade bottle. But <laughs> you, how did you, you really shit, shit in a Gatorade bottle? Right. Like, yeah. Explain how you went about that. I'm not into weird shit. 
big but ones. But if you got a video of that, like you I get the big ones. You hold your you hold your you hold your rim to that rim, and you just go. <laughs> Why don't you just, just shit on the ground, dude? Thing. Shit on the ground like an animal. <laughs> you bring a funnel, <laughs> <laughs> or you can shit in a Gatorade bottle like a human, like a gentleman. <laughs> I shit in a bottle and then I burn it. <laughs> you know, there's actually a book called How to Shit in the Woods. I'm gonna hunt it down and buy it. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think you apparently need. Well, read it. from that for but, the next show. If we but get it. but here's the thing. So the cabin's yeah. not like a real cabin. It's basically like it's a, a wooden it's a wooden garage. It's a wooden garage half the size of this. It's just two bunk beds and a table. No electricity. No lights. Uh, there's a fire pit. It's, a it's, it's like a B and B bottle. A Gatorade bottle and Mein Kampf next to the <laughs> bed stand. I'm going to a bottle full of shit. Me and Jeff are staying the weekend. He's got his Mein Kampf. I got my Gatorade bottle. We'll be pretty busy during the mornings. <laughs> are we going to make some jankum? You know what jankum is? <laughs> oh, I know what jankum is. <laughs> my buddy Gemler wrote a song about it. Really? Nice. Oh, my God. But yeah, we're going to be like by this pond. Which is like this, like little. It's like one of those B and Bs where they're like, I set up a wooden fucking garage and I put a bed in it and made it kind of look nice. I put a window on the garage, and I'm spending seventy, and it's like seventy bucks for the night. Not that bad. It's on someone's random fucking farm property. It's like that's kind of cool. I I do want to go like real camping, like in the woods on the ground, like in a tent, shit in a Gatorade bottle. <laughs> You've already done that. Dude, I, I got 10. I'll do it again. Like, let's do it. Me too. Well, I was talking about that. If you if you want to, we were talking about Nelson's. Has anyone here been to Nelson's Ledges? Oh, yeah, a long time ago. You ever been, Quite Jeff? a few times. No, no? I have not. Shag? No, I've never been, but I hear it was way better back in the day before it was like it was. a streamlined venue. Well, like, here- it used to just be like a spot. Well... Yes, but even like, dude, even like 15 years ago, it was amazing. Like, I remember walking around and I, I literally, okay, this is how big of a douchebag I am, but this is just a, a good antidote. I remember walking around with a bottle of vodka and a joint, smoking the joint, chugging the bottle, and yelling, There's no rules, no laws apply, and people cheering around me. And Do that's it. what? Go ahead, and that's my life. And that's how things just were. And. Nowadays, what happened was they got new owners. The new owners uh, started paying the sheriffs and different police to come in and start kind of staking it out to kind of help prevent crime, which means they would go campsite to campsite be like, hey, man, you guys got shrooms? You got weed? Oh, can I buy some things? You're under arrest. <laughs> That's bullshit. And they would bust people. We saw cops come up to <laughs> us and be ledges? like, "Is that what you're talking the about?" Ledges. Oh yeah, dude. One of the when I, like ten years ago was when it started, and, and I, and I had a cop go. come up to me, and be like, "Can I get some shroomies? Can I have some shroomies?" And I'm like, "Get the f-. and dude, he looked like." Yeah, he looked like he looked like a square, like a polo shirt. He looked shirt. like a fat Magnum PI. Okay, he, he, he yeah, wore yeah. like yeah, like the Hawaiian shirt, mustache, yeah. aviators, buzz cut. Yeah, he looked like Scully from. I could always Nine. spot those guys. I know. Yeah, I was like, dude, you don't want drugs. You want a conviction. Get out of my yeah. face. <laughs> <laughs> Do we? And, that's, have- and Nelson's used to be amazing. It's still good. Did we have four topics? I think we've only gone over two. We still got one more huge yeah, one. But we'll go over. That's we've been what she talking. Said. We've been talking real fun. I didn't want to bring it down too much, but Mo has a really big topic where we've been a lot of things that have been going on in the world. We can't really kind of ignore it. Yeah. So, um, 
A man named Jacob Blake was shot in the back, I believe. I think Sean knows more about this than I do, but he was shot in the back by police and was handcuffed to his 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 bed in the hospital after being paralyzed. After being paralyzed. Sean, you you've done some research on this story. I mean, it's just disgusting. And you'd think by now there would be reform. It's, it's been what how 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 many months? Months since It's been George months. Ford? And it's and it's Cops are still putting their knees on people's necks. Uh, black people are still being killed at record numbers. Cops are not being arrested, not charged, not suspended. Is there places, cities are burning? I don't think people. A lot of people I see on Facebook going, "Oh, everyone's complaining, and it's such a downer, and everything's so political." I think that because. It's 2020, and we think we're so civilized or so ahead of the times. We don't really realize how shitty our country and our society has become. I think people really need to look at the times and understand that we're going through another civil rights movement. We're going through a kind of huge uprising. Like People want to say Black Lives Matter is a domestic terrorist Marxist group. How many other terrorist groups have streets named after them? Have their names painted in the streets leading up to the White House? I, I, it's, it's bewildering that this is still happening. It was a man by the name of Jacob Blake walking. I don't. And the the facts are still coming out, but regardless, he was walking to his car. His kids were in the car, and the cops grabbing his shirt. They couldn't, they couldn't stop him, couldn't mace him, couldn't tase him, couldn't beat him with a baton, couldn't get in front of him, couldn't grab him, couldn't tackle him. list goes on. They just grab him back by the back of the shirt and then dump seven bullets into his back, paralyzing him from the waist down. Have you seen the video? I saw the video. Saw oh, the video. That was horrible. And, and here's a big fucked up thing. Here's a really, really fucked up thing that I, that I think we've all become desensitized to. 10, 15, 20 years ago, we could not just grab our phone and just see people being fucking murdered and then go to work, go to eat, a, go to Burger King, go, go to the park. It's super fucked up to wake up in the morning to go take a shit, grab my phone and go, oh, someone being murdered. Oh, I could watch a video of it in a 1080 fucking HD. Yeah, that's the thing. It's been happening. It keeps but happening. It's it's more easily accessible to record now because everybody has a device. But so the, so now it's widely known, right, even though it's been going on for a long time. And now that we're so now people are actually seeing it. People are seeing it, and people are still defending it, and people are still getting away with it, which is so fucked up. It's like we still see it, and people are still going, "Well, we don't know all the facts." You know, those cops at uh, Breonna Taylor—they haven't gotten charged yet, have they? That's been what like a, a while. Months. They still. They need to be arrested. What's fucked up is because of that case going to Breonna Taylor. They were like, "Oh yeah, this was a fucked up case." You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna pass a law, the Breonna Taylor law. No more no knock warrants. And they realize how serious it was. And they're like, "All right, cool. So can you arrest the cops that did this?" And they're like, "Well, I mean, we don't." The facts are always twisted. We don't want to do that much. Yeah. <clears throat> so Jacob Blake. And here's here's what's crazy. If he, if he honestly this is fucked up, but you're better left paralyzed than dead. Omar. Because if you're dead, the cops can paint the narrative 
they could say whatever. The cops hate a paralyzed. The cops hate a live man. They're taught to shoot to kill. Because if they start shooting you, they don't want you to survive. They don't want you to talk against them. If cops are shooting you, they want you to die. They're not taught to shoot for the legs or to shoot to maim. And you know what I think? Or to shoot in the air to scare you or whatever. They shoot right. He shot him right in the back. That's insanity. I think they get frustrated. They do. They have ego. And And then, yeah, their ego ego, gets hurt. They're power tripping and they have such bad training. That's the thing. They have such bad training that they get frustrated with themselves because they don't know how to fucking handle the situation better. And they know that they don't have to obey the law because they fucking get away with it. Exactly. You know how fucked up it is? Here's, a, here's just a little antidote. Just a little antidote for everyone. And, and, and if anyone's listening, I know they could back this up. But as a nurse, my mom had to handle mentally ill patients. And there were times where a mentally ill homeless man who has nothing to lose would choke her out. And she has to still attend to his wounds, take his hands away from her throat, hold him down, treat him. And make sure that he's safe and he's okay. And it's like if a nurse, if a if a if a hundred and forty pound woman can handle mentally ill, dangerous people, how come cops with a whole bat belt, where there's multiple of them, can't do it? When did it when did it become from okay, officer, you could use, you know, uh force to make them comply to yeah, just fuck it, just use deadly force. When did it jump so far? Well, forget training. Cop or no, if you're not a cop, if you can't see when someone is, be, um, George Floyd, there's always, you always, when you can't see, and, and I can't think of an example of, I can't think of one right now where there's been an incident where the person is really, really innocent. And you can't judge that. I'm trying to think in my head of a couple of the other ones. As a police officer, if you can't judge that, well, you shouldn't be a police officer. Innocent or guilty it doesn't give them a right it's to. It's not a death warrant. Kill, right. Even if they committed a crime. This is what I think is happening and what maybe has been happening a lot, but I think this is a huge problem. <laughs> Cops can't apologize and they can't back down because the minute they apologize, the minute they oh, back wow. down, they're admitting wrongdoing, and then it shifts the situation. Because if a cop is kneeling on someone's neck, and people go, get off him, get off him, and he goes, oh, whoops, yeah, you're right, I'm hurting him. Then they go, yeah, yeah, back the fuck up, you're, stop the rest. And the cop's like, well, well, no, 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 no. The cop needs to, in his mind, control the situation. So I can't get off this guy's neck. I can't, I can't back down now. Cops often more than not, more often than not, they double down. Because they need to seem like they're right. They can't admit that they're wrong. It's it's this legal thing where if you get in a car accident or if you do something and you go, oh, I'm sorry. Just by saying you're sorry, you're admitting guilt and they could sue you. But if you don't apologize, you're not admitting guilt. It's this weird kind of legal thing where cops are taught that. Don't admit you're wrong. Do not apologize. Because if they do, they're wrong and then the whole situation wow. is under scrutiny. Never thought of it that way. Yeah. A cop can't go, sorry, I'm wrong, you guys are right. Because then they go, well, is the arrest even valid? Then they could start questioning everything and it all starts unraveling. So more often than not, cops have that power trip, that ego. They double down. I am fucking right. Back the fuck up. Well, you're killing him. He's on his neck. I know what's all right. I know what's right. I'm the law. The man's dying. Well, I can't. I'm too far in now. I can't. I can't. 
You're too that's a far great in. point. That is a fantastic point. And that's what's happening all over the world. They can't back down. For some reason, there's this huge ego trip with cops where they can't just go, I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done this. And that would prevent so many fucking deaths, so many riots, so many places from burning. If cops could just... How many times have you seen cops go, oh, I am wrong. I'm sorry. You never do. Even if you know they're wrong. Even if they know they're wrong. In England, I believe most cops don't carry guns at all. They don't. In in England, they have it right. This is what they do. Right. They have certain different levels of police officers. Someone calls in. We have a suicidal man here who's mentally ill. Does he have a weapon? He has a gun. All right. Well, we're going to dispatch someone who is able to negotiate with mentally ill people who's trained for that. And we're going to dispatch one person with a weapon to back them up if they need it. You don't go, all right, we're going to send two hotheads that just were pounding fireballs last night, beating their wives, and watched fucking Miami Vice all night. Yeah, they've been watching Death Wish all night and jerking off with Red Bulls. <laughs> like, That's a picture, all right. Yeah, you need you're, to get... What, like the actual can over the shaft? <laughs> yeah, Is that what you're talking yeah. about? <laughs> they jerk off. They put the, they, How do you do that? Their dicks are so small that they have to wrap it around a Red Bull and jerk off the Red Bull can. <laughs> <laughs> Until it busts. Hey, what's your favorite kind of pizza, cuteness? Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> you, do, you do that and then you get out your Gatorade bottle. <laughs> and that's what they have. They have specific officers and specific levels to go to respond to the certain kind of situation. Because how many, there's so many times. Here's one thing I like to bring up. How fucked up is it that suicide by cop is a term? That's such a fucked up reason that suicide by cop is a term because people don't take that. People take that so lightly. Oh, suicide by cop. Yeah, suicide by cop. How fucked up is it that I could just be like, you know what? I want to end my life. I'm going to go outside with a three musketeers bar, call the cops, say I'm swinging around a knife. They come out. Ah, I'm going to fucking kill you. And then they're like, oh, we killed the suicidal man, but it's all right. He had a three musketeers bar. We stopped him. And they and pocket that, the three musketeers. They pocket split it. it. Yeah, and they eat it on the way back while they're jerking off with Assholes. that Red Bull can. There's so many times <laughs> that cops are called to a suicidal situation, and instead of helping the suicidal guy, they fucking kill him, pat themselves on the back, and be like, "Good job, we ended that crisis." <laughs> Damn, target practice. Yeah, yeah. Help taxpayers' money. Yeah, they don't have to waste it. Yeah. <clears throat> that's another thing that's funny. So many people are like, I defend the cops, I defend the cops. You want to defend the cops so bad? Go to Google and type in, how much has my city paid out in civil lawsuits for police? Just see how much of your taxpayers' money has gone to lawsuits. Because Cleveland, I already know Cleveland already got sued for over $3 million this year. They, Cleveland, like, earlier in the year had to release three men that were convicted for over 30 years or some shit for a murder they didn't, and they all got, like, like 10 million. Imagine how many more are, of those are, 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 are waiting on their, are waiting on their... And they're fucking, gonna die in there anyway, because yeah. they won't, their case won't be get to, dealt with. It's gonna take, like, years. 
That's what's fucked Did up. Did you hear about the kids that they are helping, though? Like, all the people that they have found recently? Yeah. Uh, like, 25 kids or something, Day? Uh, I mean... Or what are you talking about? That's what I'm talking about. Cleveland? Yeah, there's a lot, like, that's good going on, but it just sucks that the, like, the whole system, it seems really messed up and fucked up. We, talking about... We can go on and on. <laughs> Well, kind of wrapping it up. No, not we don't. I know we have well, just a few more minutes. But yeah, that's that's a show. That's a podcast. You could go hours and hours with but, examples, but, opinions. But, but here's here's one kind of not really like a change of a topic, but just like a different opposition. So before we were talking about Jacob Blake, a black man, uh, there was some kind of altercation. What the stories I've heard, I've heard two different stories. I heard there was a fight between women. He broke it up. The police showed. They wanted to talk to him, but he was like, no, I don't want to talk to you. I just broke up the fight. I'm not involved. But then the other story I heard was a girlfriend called and said, my boyfriend's here. He's not supposed to be here. I don't want him here. Come get him. And then the cops came to remove him. So there's two you know, conflicting stories. But regardless, he was walking to his car. We don't know why. He was walking to his car. Kids were in the car. Cops shot him seven times in the back. Paralyzed now. Handcuffed him, handcuffed him to a bed just in case while he's paralyzed. Right. He's going to get up and walk away. Still still awaiting, you know, uh, to see where that goes. But on the opposition of that, people have been protesting and rioting in Kenosha, Washington, I believe, or Wisconsin. Kenosha, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. And because of that shooting, so a black man gets shot due to police. But on the on the other side, now there's a white man. There's a white man. There's a white terrorist, basically, that was walking around during the riots. Yeah, like a 17 year old kid. A seven. A white kid. Uh, let's not say his name because he's a douchebag. We'll call him douchebag. Douche he's a cock. This douchebag. Pe- people don't really understand this. So here's the facts on him. I do have the facts on him. So I do want to like. So a 17-year-old who can't legally own a gun drove from Illinois to Wisconsin. People keep going, well, it was 15 minutes away. It's still across state lines. He drove from Illinois to Wisconsin, across state lines, to a riot with the intent of using his gun, which he fucking did. In Wisconsin, you're not allowed to legally use deadly force to protect property, which he did. There was also a curfew in place, and he shouldn't have been outside because he was underage. He then walked towards cops who didn't arrest him, and then he went back home, slept in his bed, and was arrested later the next morning. So he purposely showed up to a dangerous riot, geared up with a rifle, and then used it. Now that's intent. And just walked right out. And he killed multiple Americans. He killed two, wounded one. That's domestic terrorism. Terror- I was just going to say, terrorism, yeah. You- People are so people are calling him a patriot and a hero, and it's so fucking stupid. If I right now was like, fuck it, I'm getting a bulletproof vest, I'm gonna spray paint the Punisher logo on it, I'm gonna fucking strap an AR to my chest, I'm going to Portland, Oregon, and I hope some fucking Black Lives Matter motherfucker grabs me. I'm gonna fucking oh, that's fucking intent. That's that's fucking propaganda. That's being brainwashed. Why you gotta that's- bring the Punisher into it? Because people are doing that. So many cops and fucked up people are using the Punisher as this weird way to justify justice. And they don't realize the irony in that. And that Punisher. He's an anti-hero. 
is a, and he hates the police. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wow, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? I had no idea. Dude, you know how sad this is? Look I look up. like a fucking idiot driving down the street. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Look this up. Look this up. <laughs> Go on Google. Logo. Look up look up Punisher and police. The police use the Punisher logo because they're like, yeah, the Punisher gets it. He kills criminals and gang members and stuff. And it's like, do you not know what the Punisher's whole fucking thing is? Right. Here. Punisher and police, yeah, yeah. See, they do shit like that. Oh, but yeah, okay, but that's it's all blue. Yeah, but it's no, got blue they, in it. But but there's times where they'll just use his logo. They'll put it on their vests and on their cars, just the logo. Hmm. Like <laughs> they're <laughs> they're looking. At well, this. goddamn, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. The cops have been using the Punisher logo. I don't know. I've seen it for like the last ten years, and it's weird that they're using it because they don't get the irony in it. I thought I w- it would get me pulled over because it just kind of draws attention. Cops are probably like, right? Dude, I had no fucking idea. I like that guy. <laughs> right. Jesus. The fuck. So, but you also have a Transformers. Yeah. Well, I used to. Oh, I took, that took him off to put the Punisher on. Oh. Used to be Autobot. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I liked that. That was oh. really cool. Now I got to change. But it. here's the thing: is that so many people are calling that kid a hero and a patriot, and it's like, dude, you can't just like take a rifle to a dangerous town, being like, oh man, like things might go down. <laughs> like you know what you're showing up to do. It's it's. In a way, it's not antagonizing and it's not instigating, but it kind of is because you're going there hoping for something to start off. You're not go. No one brings a gun to another city and goes, "I just really want to protect TJ Maxx." I just really like protecting TJ Maxx's. One person's hero is another person's piece of shit. (laughs) One person's hero is another person's Hitler. (laughs) 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 So I would like to hear everyone's comments on what they think about the whole Jacob Blake shooting and douchebag 17 year old, since we're not going to say his name. He is being charged for murder. I believe first degree. They probably will bring that down because first degree murder isn't really. They're charging Jacob Blake with that, or the 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 white kid, the seventeen-year-old. Oh, that guy. Okay, okay. They're charging him with first-degree murder because I feel like they're trying to get him away with it. What it is is like involuntary manslaughter or whatever. Or well, they need to charge multiple charges because they can all. Yeah, they they can always make one. You know what's even fucked up is people are going, oh, uh, there's this fucking shaky. I love this. I had a few arguments with idiots online. There's this shaky. There's this. Sorry. There's this shaky. Sorry. There's, there's this shaky-ass video. Guys, listen. There's a shaky-ass video, and they see a guy throw a bag, and then, the, and then the video like pans to the ground and then back, and people are going, you see that? They threw a Molotov cocktail at him. That's why he killed him. I had people being like, that's a Molotov cocktail, and then I had to look up videos of Molotov cocktails being used and be like, do you know this is what a Molotov cocktail looks like when it's being used? People, oh, they don't always break. They don't. They don't. <laughs> Glass bottles don't always plastic bottles. Glass <laughs> bottles don't always break when they're being thrown full of, of heated liquid. With oh well, they don't always break. Okay, so you're saying the glass bottle didn't break. So you're saying that on the ground there should be a glass bottle filled with flammable liquid and and like. I'd be like, okay, dude, let me throw one at you. 
Since it's probably see not going to break. Yeah, I'll yeah. throw one at you. You'll be right. fine. Let's yeah. go throw Molotov cocktails at your car and see if they don't break. Yeah, yeah. right. People were like, no, see see this see this really grainy uh, 480 picture right here. The stop motion. See that thrown in the dark? That's a Molotov cocktail. And I'm like, and it's like, how is that Molotov? Oh, it's Mol- people are saying it's Molotov cocktail. How is it? It, it just is. So they're saying that's why he defended himself. He didn't defend himself, dude. This kid went out there with the intent of using his gun, and he fucking did. It's common sense. I don't know what they're going to charge him with. I don't know, but I'd like to see people's comments on what they think about. The Can Jacob they comment Blake on and- what we talk about? Uh, they, they could talk to me. Call one eight eight. Call four four zero eight six. eight hundred Hitler. If anybody, <laughs> if anybody has any comments or anything they want to say to the show, they can email Mike's and Men. That's M I C S N. M-E-N at gmail.com. Well, there we go. Send Just so us you know, email. so if anybody wants to say anything to the show or put any questions in for next week, that's where you do it. Send some emails, people. Yeah. Shaggy, how much time we got left? As much as you want, buddy. We'll be wrapping it up here soon. We got a little bit of, I think we got one more topic and then we'll wrap up. I'm that having was, fun. I know. I did my first one. My belly button's puckering and unpuckering. Ooh, I'm so excited. Oh, yeah. And people Your butthole? Don't, I was yeah. going to say, yeah, for people that are, people out there that don't know, Jeff's butthole's nickname <laughs> is Belly Button. Well, the reason, why, the reason why I want to keep this going is because. He said I, it was puckering up. I got a text when, I when we're done. It. I have let's, an in-ground pool being built. <laughs> And there's a pipe that needs to be moved. So I got to climb into the mud when I go back and move this pipe from. Yeah, maybe that's what she said. Maybe it's <laughs> Brendan Fraser frozen in a block of ice. That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would be sweet. That movie was good. That movie would be sweet. Oh, I'm thinking of the one with. Encino oh, Man is Encino the name. Man, right. Yeah. I was thinking of the one with Alicia Silverstone. Hey, let us know, uh, people commenting. Let us know your be- favorite uh, Brendan Fraser movie. <laughs> Mine's bedazzled. Let's hey, let's end this oh, movie with everyone's favorite for, Brendan Fraser movie. Mine's bedazzled. Real? It is. What the fuck? <laughs> Check it. What's yours, Mummy Two? You for real? What? No. <laughs> I would go with Airheads because you know, I'm mm, classic. That like is that. good. Airheads is good. I like Airheads, but mine's still bedazzled because of uh, Shannon Elizabeth. So well, then Elizabeth that would be Hurley? your favorite Jen and Elizabeth. Yeah, Elizabeth Hurley movie. Is that her name? Yeah. Elizabeth Hurley. Jen and Elizabeth was the chick. That's your favorite, all right. That's my favorite. That's my favorite she Elizabeth Hurley movie. I'm going with George of the Jungle. I don't care. Oh, George of the Jungle. Old school. Love it. Love George of the Jungle. What's your favorite Brendan Fraser movie? Well, I'm going to go completely against the grain, as I usually do in these situations. The film Crash. Oh, that's a good flick, dude. And it his wife long, was Sandra Bullock, great. and she was a bitch. He was a dick, and she was a crash. bitch. <laughs> is that where, like, a ton of people crash? Yeah, well, no, there's <laughs> all these different it? incidents intersect. That's what I thought. Yeah, it's one of those movies. <laughs> okay, if not, if you don't want to go in such a serious, no, no, you can't. serious level, I'm going to have Brendan, to go with enjoyable-wise airheads. Uh, oh, I thought you were going to talk about Brendan Fraser's uh, off-Broadway play... <laughs> No, that's uh, that's way Hitler, my hero. <laughs> <laughs> that, was so his, what, that was his brother. You know, Keanu was in Crash too, right? Was he? Yeah, I didn't even know they made a Crash. You guys talking too. about no, not Crash <laughs> too. I mean, as well, Crash as well. <laughs> I didn't mean the sequel. He, he was in there Crash with Brendan Fraser. Even Crash here. Uh, <laughs> 
So I see Mo looking up Brendan Fraser yes. movies. <laughs> yeah, he actually wasn't. Brendan Fraser wasn't. So Bedazzled, Crash, George of the Jungle, Airheads, and then Mo. What's your favorite Brendan Fraser movie? It's really cool, and I couldn't remember the name of it till now. I would have to say Journey in Journey to the End of the Night. Is uh, Mo Steffs in it, and uh, okay. who the hell else is in it? I'd also say uh, Monkey Bone. Monkey Bone. A lot of people didn't like that, but I thought Monkey Bone was fucking ridiculous. I loved it. You guys see Monkey Bone with him and Chris Kattan? I know of it. I didn't no. see it. Fucking Monkey ridiculous. Bone. I did see it, and I also love Chris Kattan. Me too. You guys want some cookies? <laughs> that is the best part. That whole movie is so underrated. And with that, we are going to wrap this up for this episode. Whenever you listen, we appreciate the fact that you're tuning in. Mm. This is Up Mike's and Men. I'm Jeff Stritch. I'm Mo with your ASMR. And I'm Sean. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>